0: Hey there, welcome to the father and son podcast where my father and I talk about anything that's been on our minds lately In this week's episode, we're going to be discussing goals and how we can achieve them. Hope you enjoy Hey, Bubba, How are you doing? I'm good. How are you? Good. How are you feeling? Feeling well. How are you feeling? Tired. Yeah, me too. <laughs>
1: um, What are your goals for 2021?
0: My goals for 2021? I don't know about my goals. I know what I'm starting. And I know I'm start- this-, this year I'm starting a lot of different things for the first time. And I really don't know what to expect with them. So I don't have goals because I have... No idea where they're gonna take me. So I don't know. Like I don't know what potential, what potential destinations I have because I don't know anything about this new journey. Like I'm starting university. I don't know. What, I don't know what courses I'm taking yet. I don't know any of this stuff. So I don't know if I. I don't know if I can create a goal yet without knowing my future. Like potential future journey.
1: That's a good place to start. With questioning, why should you even set goals? Mm-hmm. Why can't? What's wrong with just going with the flow?
0: Are you asking me or you just uh,
1: it's it's a, it's a question you know it's an interesting question why why can't we just go with the flow why you said journey why can't we just see where the journey takes us well, why it's a question we should probably understand what's the point of set, setting goals
0: I think for goals, goals are for people like me and you who need a reason to get to a certain destination. That Going with the flow, I think, only works for people who can maintain that flow. But for people like me and you, we can't maintain that flow. So that's what the problem with going with the flow is. Because if we just say, let's go with the flow with this podcast... Maybe seven episodes in we're gonna the flow' is gonna it's gonna end, but if we create a goal with this podcast, say let's say 50 goals, that that's something we can keep in mind. That's why I think going with the flow doesn't really work for us.
1: For me, it's even bigger than that. What ends up happening, at least what happened to me was when my career started to take off, mm-hmm. whatever that means. Another way of saying it is that my career started to consume my life, and so for me, going with the flow just meant that my my goals, my everything became really about work- mm-hmm. and the the next the next rung in the ladder is it right is that the right yeah the I mean, next that, rung yeah, in the ladder yeah. without ever thinking why it just took over mm-hmm. and about twelve years ago is when I started to set goals because what I realized was going with the flow for me at least meant that flow was taking me to a place where career my career consumed me yeah
0: it wasn't giving you a path it was just pushing you in any direction
1: it actually there was there is a path Mm -hmm. it's a it's a very specific path but it's not necessarily the path that i wanted to walk Mm -hmm. and i never stopped and and thought to myself why why do i want to get to the next level at work Mm -hmm. but i just did it's what you do yeah you get to one level and you just want to get to the next level and it's just what so the path is actually very well established, well trodden, and what's expected of you, especially if you're considered, uh, you know, high potential or clever or whatever. It's just the the next thing you do. Goals. I started setting goals because I, I was never a goal setting type person. I'm just not that kind of regimented. Set goals, meet them. Yeah. Was because I wanted to achieve other things. Originally, it was I wanted to continue. uh, continue progressing at work but also be able to do these sporting events Uh and they were getting you know sequentially more difficult and harder and longer and things like that and so for me the practice of setting goals is to ensure that the other aspects of my life are action doing things in the other aspects of my life because where the flow was taking me organically wasn't where i wanted to go Mm -hmm. does that make sense yeah
0: it it does make total sense it's kind of like it's kind of like a video game every level gets harder and the bosses get harder and those bosses are the your work basically that's exactly
1: right and just like a video game where ultimately you're collecting meaningless coins Mm -hmm. it's almost the same thing at work you're collecting meaningless coins
0: I mean, those coins don't. Those coins do translate to higher pays, higher pay, though, right?
1: People really, money is not the real reason you want to progress. Is what I learned. Like our our standard of living did not really change that much as I got more more money. I mean, yeah. you, you were along for the ride. Yeah, I know. Yeah. You know, you didn't get. You know, you didn't start flying in private jets. Is it that, more
0: about the respect? Do you think? There
1: is it, it's it's that that's the thing that's what I meant coins the yeah. f- coin is that you it's this title you get this title as if people really care mm-hmm. <laughs> and, and that's you know that's not very different than a video game yeah you know getting a, a specific title or badge in a video game that, that now says you're
0: do you think a part of it is you're trying to you're trying to achieve these lofty aspirations to kind of, to justify yourself to other people like say your parents say your parents raise you in a house where you need like your posit your social position at work that's all that matters do you think that's a part of it do you think that's why some people are so motivated to get reach these positions for for, for the other people to say wow you really did like you really you your parents really did right like you you guys know what you were doing
1: I don't know about other people. I can just tell you that for me, other people did matter. Mm -hmm. Other people's opinions mattered around what my title was. I actually, I did care. I cared about what my colleagues thought. I cared about what my boss thought, what my friends thought. You know, that wasn't my only motivation, but it it was a motivation. And so for me, just to circle back this idea of goals... Goals were a way, a compensating control to ensure that my life wasn't all about work. Mm-hmm. And when you sit down to set goals, you think, okay, so what is important? That's part of the process. And so I, I developed a process that, that worked for me, that I refined, that I started in 2008. And, and again, the, the whole purpose is that I don't forget the other aspects of my life that I value. And it just doesn't become... All about my career, or, or even all about my family, mm-hmm. and so it's just to kind of take control of um, the flow in a sense, mm-hmm. while leaving while leaving room for spontaneous you know things to happen. And
0: you're creating boundaries between everything so that ev- everything doesn't mesh together and just become complicated.
1: It's it's yes, there's clear it, cut lines. It was it was like that for a long time, but then and we can get into this later. It was through eliminating those boundaries where, is where the magic really happened mm-hmm. I know that, I don't even think that makes sense to yeah. you right now no it doesn't but okay so I used to set goals in different dimensions of my life I had my work goals and I would sit there and say okay what did I achieve last year and what do I want to achieve next year and I some years would set a lot of goals and achieve some of them other years I would set one or two really difficult goals and I Figured out a system that works for me, so I set goals within uh, work or career. I'd set family goals. I'd set self-development goals. I'd set spiritual goals, and I'd set fitness goals. Mm-hmm. So those were the those were the dimensions by which I viewed myself, mm-hmm. and they were very much to to what your point was. There, there were boundaries between them. So I'd say, for example, in two thousand and seven, I did my first half marathon. 2008 I want to do my first marathon. Mm-hmm. That would be my goal and I'd have one overarching goal for each category and then let's say for example with the self-development I would say I want to read a book a month in this particular area or I want to learn a particular language and I would actually set very specific goals And but all of them were all compartmentalized within their own between their own little groups, their own little rooms. Yes, and what would happen as I do the retrospective is that for many years, there was like a hierarchy. I'd always meet my fitness goals. I'd most likely meet my career goals. I'd meet the majority of the family goals. And I would m- maybe meet 50% of the self-development goals and almost meet none of the spiritual goals. So you can even see an interesting priority of um yeah what I cared about, what my value system was. Because
0: that, you know, wait, how you just said your goal structure? It kind of seems that your goal structure is based on what you will hear feedback, not feedback, what will affect you the most At that moment, if you don't do like, if you don't meet your work goals, there's gonna be immediate consequences, right? Because you have goals set by higher bosses and if you don't meet them, there's gonna be consequences. What was the second one? If If you don't meet your fitness goals, you're gonna lose weight and you're gonna become fat. It's just very quick. But if you don't meet your family goals you'll see that further down the line and if you don't meet your spiritual goals you'll see that at the end of time yeah, yeah, yeah. so it kind of seems that that's what that was driving you the consequences may not I don't know if driving you but yeah. that seems to have affected you at, at least a little bit because everything the consequences come later and later and later right
1: I never thought of it that way that uh, the feedback cycle is much quicker for some of them and much you know like you said the spiritual one comes comes later um. Yeah, I that sounds that sounds really insightful. I I always thought about it in the way that it's what I cared about. Mm-hmm. It's what I cared about more. But what you just said also is very interesting, and and those priorities have shifted over time. And I'm not sure why and if it's the feedback cycle has something to do with it. But um, but what what ended up happening was. Well, let let me take you a step back. So I had those different dimensions of my life. And the way I think about goals is I try to incrementally increase the goals every single year. So I don't believe in these audacious goals that you don't meet. Mm -hmm. I believe every year is incrementally better than the year before. So if I did a marathon this year, the next year I want to do a marathon that's you know maybe 10 minutes faster or maybe do a half Ironman. So th- that's the way I thought about goals. What did I achieve last year and how can I incrementally improve? With, with the idea, and this is the famous Bill Gates quote, people overestimate what they can do in a year but underestimate what they can do in 10. Mm-hmm. So if you look at just the series of incremental goals, over a 10 year period, they're incredible. You know, going from zero miles to an Ultraman. But the Ultraman was eight years later. Yeah. And same thing with career, incrementally improving.
0: So you're not about the philosophy of shoot for the stars and you hit the clouds. You're more shoot for a thousand feet above and keep doing that for 10 years and then you'll hit the scars.
1: T- well, yeah. So it's. it's, it's, it's what?
0: It's shoot for the stars and you'll land on the clouds. Like it, you won't make the stars, but you'll still get. Home. Land
1: on the moon or something. Uh, <laughs> but, yeah, it's, something, it's the same thing. Something, like, but exactly, it's. I'm not shooting for the stars necessarily. I'm shooting to get better than I I was last year. Yeah, and that can eventually get you to the moon or to 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 the clouds or, or to wherever. And, and that's sort of how I viewed things. And then. What ended up happening was the goals became sufficiently big, all of them, Mm -hmm. where one year everything kind of fell apart.
0: It was just too much to hold together?
1: Yeah, all of them got to such a size where I just didn't achieve any of the goals.
0: It's a five-egg burrito, but the burrito was too small?
1: (laughs) It's a five-egg burrito. uh, Yes, the burrito was too... Unless it's one of those... um, those uh what's the place in america chipotle chipotle burrito (laughs) they they can put a car in there i don't know yes i I, or or another analogy that doesn't involve uh, gluten is uh like trying to juggle all of these things and trying to balance them and they were getting bigger and bigger and it got to the point where i couldn't compartmentalize them anymore so it's the year i failed at ultraman it was a really bad year at my career. I wasn't spending time enough time with family because I was training and traveling for my career. And so it reached this point where I could no longer compartmentalize them. And that's where, what I mentioned to you before. It's where, That's when I learned that I need to remove the boundaries before between the goals. Mm-hmm. And what that means is I need to think about, for example, how can I... How can I achieve the Ultraman in a way that improves my family goals? How can I basically integrate everything?
0: Was that why you began Zone 2, Zone 2 Consulting?
1: That, that was a big part of...
0: Or just because you knew you had the knowledge so you could do it on your own.
1: That, that, that whole thought process around how I can integrate everything resulted in me quitting and starting my own company. Yeah and it was all this how can I how can everything almost be like a force multiplier so if you think about it for me to to achieve let's just say do a, a full Ironman the first one I hired a trainer I used to go outside for rides I used to go out for runs and so what would that do that would detract from my time with the family with the family for example so if you th- if you think of an integration mindset around how can I achieve this goal while while
0: maintaining di- like not you're even different.
1: maintaining improving mm-hmm. improving the quality of time with your family, that's when scooter runs were born. Yeah. That's when you know you and I would go swimming together. That's when you would pace me on my bikes on, on the run, um, and and some people might say that well that's that's self-centered and yeah. you know, m- m- on, a, on some level, it probably is self centered, but what I've learned is when you are genuinely having fun and enjoying something and doing it with your child, even though if it's a self centered pursuit, they have fun too. Yeah. You know, you like all, that
0: movie, The Chef, we, we just yes, watched. Exactly. exactly. Like he's doing a food chef. truck for him, but he's spending time with his family and, as and, well. And
1: he's really engaging with his son and he's happy. You know, it's, it's, a, it's like t- as opposed to taking your kids to a movie they want to watch, but you're sitting there on your phone and you're just... Whatever. Yeah, whatever. They, they feed off that. Yeah. They'd rather you be happy on a bike with, you know, or on a run with them on a mountain bike and you're talking, than whatever. Yeah. You
0: just, and you're just you just trying to please them.
1: Just try, yeah, just trying to tick a box. And so th- that's when I learned in terms of the goal-setting process to s- start thinking about integrating everything. So, for example... One of the, one of the goals we had was, you know, travel more. At one point, we wanted to. We were living in London, and getting to Europe is really really inexpensive. You can fly to Barcelona. Yeah, it was. It, it, and still is like Ryanair and EasyJet. You know, you can fly to Barcelona for like five pounds. I remember we got once tickets to, um, Granada for five pounds a ticket. All, all of us. All. all, I take, all of us were like tw- twenty five pounds round trip, and so. What I started doing was looking at the year ahead and saying, "Okay," and this is when I was losing my mind with all of the 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 competitions. I would say to to Mama, "Where do you want to go this year? Or what, do you want to go to Switzerland? Do you want to go to um, Do you want to go to Vienna? Do you want?" And and I would tell her, "There's races and all of these things." So.
0: I remember Vienna and Wiesbaden and Oh
1: and exactly Wiesbaden. Why did we go to all those places? Cause for your race. For my races, but you also wanted to see the city. So yeah. that's where, you know, if you think about, it, it's like a triple win. We're traveling, which is something your mother wants to do. I want a race, and we're spending time as a family. And so I started thinking about I start thinking about that in every. How can I integrate? the different aspects of my life together to make the goals happen. So th- that's what I said, eventually I relaxed the boundaries between the goals and I figured everything, even my business, how can I integrate my family so that it makes makes the business more successful but also brings us closer to a family? How can I integrate um, you know, sports with my work, all, all of it? It's like a well-constructed dish. Every every component you can taste
0: by itself,
1: but it still works well together. Are you hungry? No, I just ate. Okay. (laughs) Yes. Yes. It's a (laughs) well-constructed dish, and let's take that analogy down the rabbit hole. For, uh, or as they say now, let's double click on that analogy, (laughs) uh, which I hate. I hate that double click on the (laughs) analogy. So, for a dish to be well constructed, what what's required?
0: Required good quality components, very high
1: very high quality ingredients. Even before that. A chef who cares. And what's a chef have to do to come up with... He has to care and he has to spend a lot of time thinking about the different components of the dish. Mm-hmm. And that's what I do in this in December of the year. Is I actually sit there like a chef thinking about the year ahead. Speaking to you, speaking to Mama, what does she want to... Achieve, And then what do I want to achieve and then figure out how to make it happen and integrate it in such a way that we can together make increase the likelihood that we we actually achieve our goals. So most people say, oh, how can I balance work and balance, um, you know, sports or whatever pursuit I have and balance fitness and balance self-development and balance travel. I don't think of it that way. I think how can it all integrate together? Like a, like a well you know, balanced oh, yeah. dish. So, what would you describe
0: your goal? Like your goal making system. Your goal. How do you how do you find what you? We talked about what goals you kind of want to have. How you want the whole family to be involved. But how do you come up with those goals? How do you decide I'm gonna do this? What's
1: your system? Okay, so the system I fo- I'll take you through it quickly now. Okay? Although t- it takes a lot more time than this, but the the first it starts with what did i achieve last year mm-hmm. what goals did i mean what did i do last year because to me you need some you need the platform you need a baseline um, and so okay what did you achieve last year what did i achieve last year i got into college you got into college okay that's what what else I'm
0: trying to think i don't remember much from 2020 uh-huh. i got into college I, got, I started playing sports and going to the gym more
1: so you, you...
0: Physically, I got a lot more... I became a lot more active. I joined the debate club.
1: There we go. Okay, so you, you joined the debate club. You got into a co- college. You start to really get into football. You hired a trainer. You hired a trainer. I, I hired a trainer for you. But that's something you wanted to yeah. do. You added something like 10 pounds of muscle. Cooking-wise...
0: Oh, yes. Cooking-wise, I've been doing a lot because I've been bored.
1: So you've been, you've been doing the whole Joshua Wiseman COVID cooking thing. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> your cake business you sold maybe 10 cakes maybe 10 cakes and so you you've done some things last year and if you if you look back and say wow i didn't do a lot that should give you impetus next year to do a lot the next thing i do after i sit there and do a retrospective on what i achieved again I don't, don't forget I, I have my original goals from last year so i'm checking what didn't i achieve why what what additional things did I do? Because remember, li- life happens, and you do things you didn't you don't know, you didn't plan for. Next thing I ask is, what did I learn last Wait, year? Wait, let me just stop you right there. Okay. If you don't reach a goal, do you overcompensate the next year to achieve
0: to finish that goal as well as the next year's goal, or no. do you just add what would you
1: normally add? No, if I didn't achieve that goal, either I don't want to continue, or. I'll try to achieve that goal in the following year. I don't add 15% more to an unachieved goal. Uh-huh. But I want to understand why I didn't achieve a goal. And I've noticed that there's some goals that I would set in one year and I'd achieve them three years later. Like? What, what kind of goals are those? Um, things like uh, writing a manuscript. I wanted to write it one year and I wrote it three years later. It, it was in the back of my mind. I just didn't do it. I don't know if I just wasn't ready to write them. You know, did you have but a
0: writer's block, or it wasn't the right time? Was I just didn't forced. even
1: attempt it, really. I just put it in the back burner. And so sometimes I'll set a goal one year, and I achieve it three years later. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so... But and other times I'll set a goal, and I don't achieve it, and I, because of life, because of what I learned, I no longer want to achieve that goal. Mm-hmm. Or I choose not to achieve that goal. Mm-hmm.
0: It was a goal created, not, not in a place of ignorance, but a place of not knowing it better.
1: Yeah, you you're constantly learning. And what you know in December is gonna change i mean i had so many goals last year that got destroyed you know got a covid uppercut you know i had revenue goals i had everything mapped out and then you know january was great and then february all of a sudden
0: everything just turned off
1: a guy ate a bat in wuhan and we don't know if that's what happened or yeah (laughs) and so yeah life life changes you know and so the other thing I do, and I people, I know you want me just to get to, okay, help me set my goals for this year, but I I, I try to learn from the last year. Mm-hmm. And I, I spend at least a day, even I do this with my clients, some of my clients spend the day, like, what did you learn last year that you didn't know before? So let me ask you, what did you learn in 2020 that you didn't know in 2019?
0: what did i learn in 2020 you mean like I'm content sorry. wise or just
1: a life lesson it's not life lesson it's not that
0: I, I learned you know that you just when when, when you like one thing especially very recently is that when you really just given you've done everything in your power that you can do you just have to sit back and let other things take care of it like with my equivalency which is which is like a turkish high school diploma equivalency i did everything and i kept getting... Mo- obstacles kept turning up and new things that we needed to get and once we did all that it really like i worried a lot about it I, like it was really like affecting my mood and when it actually came time to do it nothing like if, if i had worried if i hadn't worried it wouldn't have made a difference i just like i ha, if i it would have been better for me mentally if i just said i've done everything i can do i just need to let it go now like whatever happens now happens and it's not my fault i mean maybe there's some something i could have done but to my knowledge everything i could do i did and maybe that's one thing that's one thing I've learned in 2020. I, I didn't really think about in 2019.
1: And sometimes you know the words, you just don't really know the lesson. Mm-hmm. You, you know, like somebody will tell your parents can tell you the words and you're like, oh, yeah, it makes sense, but it sounds like you really learned that lesson.
0: Yeah, I, I had to. It was a stra- it was a stressful month. If I hadn't gotten that, that equivalency, I wouldn't have been able to start university here. And who knows what would have happened this year? If I hadn't gone that, this year would look completely different because I'd maybe have to start looking at going to university in America, and I don't really want that right now. I'd would much rather be here in Turkey, and yeah. So it was it, for like I was like, it wasn't like I was stressed for no reason, but I still like it, there was no reason like being stressed didn't change anything in the end in the end run. Like, so
1: your lesson is do everything in your power and don't get stressed
0: do everything in your power and when once you realize that there's no reason to stress because I I wasn't stressing over have I done everything I was stressing
1: over what's not in your control
0: yeah I was like is the is the person at the embassy gonna be in a good mood or is he gonna have in a bad mood like I was stressing over things I can't do anything about and there's no reason to stress over that for no reason like I, I can you can still be stressed maybe your quality of work wasn't great but when I know my like everything I prepared was
1: it was a good everything was right. There's nothing more I can do. So that's a really important lesson. And I collect those. I, I sit there and I think and I ask myself, what did I learn last year that I didn't know the year before? And just like not achieving any goals, if you don't have a good answer to that, then you're not learning. Mm-hmm. Then you're not living. You've, you really gain nothing at all. Yeah, if you really, after thinking about it, like, I did not learn any lesson that I didn't know the year before then you really have to question your growth
0: you're not moving forward at all as a human being and if you're not moving forward as a human being what's the point like
1: yeah and so this is not meant to make me feel bad or make you feel bad it's meant to say wow if if I'm not progressing either by achieving goals or I'm not progressing by improving as a human being then next year I really need to do something different And so that's the first part. It's a a retrospective on on the previous year, and that that usually takes me a, a day, like an hour, two or three over a day. And then the, the next thing is, I do, I just sit there with a pad and paper or a mind map or anything, and I sit there and I start thinking about taking the goals I had the previous year, and either incrementally improving them. We're or just think, striking them off, or striking them off, or thinking what else do I want to do, mm-hmm. what, what what within the different dimensions. So I I, st- I still categorize things by, so what's my family goals, spiritual goals. So, what what were my fitness goals, and and those are the ways in which I think of my life. And for somebody else, fitness may not not be a category category. It may be in the case of Sudafa art, mm-hmm. for example. Uh, it's it's how you how you view yourself for the different facets of your life. So l- let me ask you, what would you want to do in 2021? In 2021,
0: speaking now from a let's say a, pl- a place of ignorance, as I said before, not not ignorance, a place of not knowing what the path is going to do to me. I'd say I want to be as good as I can be at football. Like I want to be good. Like for, for football, I really want to be a good player. Uh, for university, I I want to really take fr- from it. Everything I can and more. I don't want to just take from it the classes that I've learned, because the one of the reasons we chose is—I mean, choose one of the reasons we like thought like let this university be like, like okay, let's do this thing—was because it's a it's a it's supposed to be a very good environment. This is this particular school is supposed to have a very good environment. The faculty is supposed to be excellent religiously and mentally, intellectually, and so that's one of the reasons it was one of the reasons we chose it right so i want to take i want to take that atmosphere as it from it as well and i want to benefit from that i want to be a well-rounded person i want i want to be a person who, i want to catch a touchdown and then i want to go get an a on the test and then i want to go and do something do something else but i I don't yeah
1: okay so this is this is great so you, but then again, I'm speaking from, like I said, they're okay. great goals, but I'm yeah, speaking that, from, I know what's going to happen. No, they're actually not great goals. Okay. <laughs> so, not yet, but we're going to make them great goals. Because they're too open-ended. Mm-hmm. You can't, uh, how are you going to figure out, so let me re, let me restate to you what you said. You want to be what in Arabic is referred to as in San Camden. Mm-hmm. A complete person Yeah Which is to say y- You are You are very good At many different things Intellectual Intellectual pursuits Physical pursuits uh, Spiritual pursuits You're not one-sided You're, you're multifaceted And so uh, You know you, you want to Catch a touchdown While making dhikr And then go <laughs> yeah. And then go uh, Pass a test pa- You know Get an A in an exam And go feed the homeless And mm-hmm. It's, this is all this is all it's a good vision to have in mind of where, what you want to achieve to make a good goal you have to be able to answer did I achieve that goal or not mm-hmm. and so for example you could say uh, I want to have a 4.0 average in my first year or three point8 or so, or so, something equivalent that's a goal that you can say yes I achieved it or didn't achieve it or Because to even say, I want to be a good student, how do you define good? Yeah. Is it good because you've really met a lot of professors and you've learned a lot? Or is good because you've networked with a lot of students and you've had a lot of fun? Is being good that you just had good grades, which is to say you took exams well? Mm-hmm. So what does it mean to be a good student? Or what does it mean to be a good football player? Yeah. So how how do what what does that mean to you?
0: I think the one thing I don't really think the social networks of meeting with students I don't think that's like that's not a really a priority for, priority for me at all. Sure, if I meet like a couple of cool people, then yeah. But I'm really not. That's just part of the process. Like I'm not really thinking about yeah. At the end of the year, I want to have met thirty people and I want to be really good friends with them. Um, I think the my goal would be a mix of the professor one and the 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 4.01 uh, having good grades as well as having met a lot of the teachers and learning from them not just what they teach in class but how they how they go about their life how they study their craft
1: things like that so you you can th- say that i want my gpa to be something mm-hmm. but also i'd like to develop a mentorship relationship with four professors mm-hmm. where they're my mentors i i meet them regularly I maybe ordered some of their classes. I'm not in. That that's something that, and you can actually ask them formally. Would you mind being my mentor? Mm-hmm. And so that that's a goal. That's a an academic goal. A, f- a fitness goal. You said you wanted to be the best possible football player you could be. Mm-hmm.
0: What does that mean? Yeah. What does that mean? I'm really not sure. I don't. I don't. I don't know. I don't know enough about this world to know about the football world to to know what makes a great football player I just see what I see on TV in the NFL people catching
1: touchdowns and doing a stiff arm and that's all I see and that's fine and so you you'll, you learn every single year and that's one thing in this process that's why you retrospect you learn so your goal could be to become a starting player
0: mm-hmm. that's a good
1: that's a good goal at least getting onto the field at least yeah, once yeah you're you're or you can say i'm just a starting player i'm always on the field mm-hmm. or not you know i'm within
0: within a reasonable
1: amount yeah, I'm, within a reasonable amount if i'm not injured and then another fitness goal could be for example you are you're you're doing a strength program you could say i want to be able to what? Uh, i can I can squat a uh, left uh, bench press 100 kilos so it's just
0: 225.
1: okay you want to bench press 225 how many times four times Four times. What else? Um, I'm pretty sure my um, deadlift
0: three plates. I can I can deadlift two. I can deadlift two twenty five. Mm-hmm. I I, I want to be able to do three. As well, I want to do also be able to do a muscle up.
1: And do a muscle up. Yeah. Okay. So th- those are things that you can sit there and write, and um, and and do a brain dump. So you might say, okay, I want to do a muscle up, and I want to be able to squat two twenty five for three. I want to add an additional 10 pounds of muscle while maintaining, you know, 8% body fat. fat. These are all things measurable. You can come at the end of the year and say, did did I do them or not? And then you'll move on to maybe Mm self-development. So improving Yusuf in terms of language, knowledge, your own better version of Yusuf. What, What would you want to do or learn? What I want to do to learn to
0: better me yeah you want to Im- improve my vo- maybe let's say start with improving my vocabulary learn more words that I can use in the day instead of what's up bro like improve Im- improve you, you, improve my general fluency improve the way I sp- the way I speak to people
1: okay so you you,
0: you what you want to become i want to sound like him in, in, in ten years
1: you have a large vocabulary and
0: and sound like I went to Cambridge, yeah. <laughs> um,
1: That's not talking. Another yeah. one. Could, another one could be. So look at the things you've read. You you. you have Turkish class. You could say I want to get to uh, C one in Turkish, which is like the
0: third level of Turkish.
1: Or, or be able to give a, a talk in Turkish or something like that. Which
0: is reasonable. I I could do that. Because, like if I worked hard, I, could, I did that in Arabic. I could do that in Turkish.
1: Um, or, and you can maybe for example say work with uh, you because know, you you got very good at Arabic and you don't want to lose that mm-hmm. and so work
0: with a teacher that's also something I could work out work with work towards at the university since it trial it's a trilingual university that could be another goal that's incorporated into so now, both. now you're
1: starting to think about how to integrate and maybe even the lifting weights you figure out how to integrate that with or getting stronger with football yeah or or in university or you said you join you a debate club. That could help you towards your path to become Abdul Hakim Murad. Yeah. And so now now you're starting to think about how to create synergies between the goals.
0: Because it's too hard to achieve all seven or how whatever goals by themselves in different aspects. So if you had to, if, if I'm going to the football field to practice and I'm going to then I'm going to uh, university to get a four GPA. Then I'm going home and I'm learning Turkish and Arabic, and, and then I'm going to the gym. And but instead, if you merge them together, you're yeah. still.
1: Bettering yourself in each of these individual aspects But at the same time Exactly Because if you try to do them individually And compartmentalize them You'll just deprioritize the one that's not the most important You're going to end, you. up you're gonna end up losing Turkish You're going to end up losing Turkish or Arabic Even then your eyes glossed over when to said Arabic Which, yeah. it, which means that you're not really interested in that um, So that's the process. I sit there with myself and I I get all these ideas out and I think about and I speak a lot to you guys and I speak a lot to your mother and I think about and I actually get her goals as well to see how they intersect with my goals. Mm -hmm. And she doesn't like to do this process but I force her to do it because I want to make sure that what I do also takes into account what she uh, what she wants to achieve. So it's
0: not actually self-centered.
1: It's not actually self-centered. I want what I do also to help her achieve her goals. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, and first, I need her to think through what, what she wants to achieve. And people who say, oh, I don't want to do this, or this is not for me, they generally, when you sit there and ask them, they do have, they can come up with very, very good goals. And so that's, that's a big part of the process. One thing we haven't talked about is why are those your goals? Mm-hmm. Having a deeper insight, for example, why do you want to be a great football player?
0: Because I, t- because I think it'll be something. It's something I want to do. It's something I want to achieve. I, I like football, and I I, I want to see myself doing that.
1: Why Why do you want to see yourself playing football? Why is not enough that like football and watch like everybody else?
0: Because that's not enough for me. I want I want to enjoy playing a game. I want to enjoy playing a team sport. I've never played t- really team sports before, and I love football. And I want to get. I want lo- to get to do that. You love
1: F one too. You're not trying to. That's different.
0: That's that's trying to become. There's a, there's a
1: lot of things you love, but why is it that you want to play football? He said, "I I, I want to play team sports."
0: I guess that's not a great answer because I can just go play soccer in the court in the in the park. I'm really I'm really not sure. I just I really like football. I really can, I can really see myself doing it, and I really enjoy to do it. So why not do it as a hobby? Like I'm not trying to become go to the NFL. I'm just I just it's a good to me. It's a good hobby I can do. I can play with a team. I can really enjoy it, and yeah, that's why I, that's why I want to play football.
1: And what if people were just, as you said, playing football at the park here once a week? That's
0: not enough for me. I want what? it to be structured. I want it to be structured. I want to, every. I want this. When I score, when I, if I ever score, I get a first down. It's not. It's not some kid just yelling at a stick. Yeah, you did it. I want it to go towards something. Maybe winning a championship or doing something like that.
1: Why does that matter? Why is not enough that somebody said, "Hey, nice touchdown."
0: Because I feel like it's validation for what I've done. I've, I've if I've worked hard towards it, it's different. Just saying, "Hey, nice touchdown," versus if you actually you're actually achieving something, such like a, a trophy or actually the trophy doesn't really mean anything, but you're achieving this goal with a team, and it's it's different. I've played football at the park. It's much different than when you're playing at it with a team. Well, why
1: why do you need that validation of of. It's saying Yusuf and bright lights, and
0: maybe because I want to see Yusuf and bright lights. Um, I, I haven't really thought about that. I just know I, wa- I just know I, I'm am j- not playing football so other people can say, oh, hey, that's Yusuf. Can I get his autograph? I'm playing football because I want to play football. Like I'm not doing it for other people's validation. I'm doing it because I actually want to do it. So I don't know. I don't really have a reason other than that. I just really want to play. That I just really want to play the game. Maybe with other things, yeah. But with football, I just want to play football. I want, I've never experienced it other than throwing at the park. I, I want to experience it at a different level, even though if it's like a high school level in Turkey, not even in America.
1: <laughs> so that, that's fine. Everything you said is fine. And I, I could, for example, go do an Ironman by myself. Yeah, yeah. I don't have to pay money, you know. was like six hundred dollars to suffer i could go in the bosphorus swim four four kilometers and i could cycle to and back twice and that would be the and then i could run a marathon yeah but
0: but you don't you you sign up for the race because it's more official right it's different
1: it's it's more for me it's not just it's more official but the atmosphere the whole thing pushes you a lot more. It's a lot more excitement when you're exciting when you're doing it in the Ironman atmosphere, as opposed to kind of. If I was doing it by myself, maybe I'd stop and you know, have some Turkish delight and a coffee, yeah, or tea. Or so yeah, I, I understand that. But what what I just did was, and this you need somebody else is to ask help you understand why your goals are your goals, because sometimes you have a goal, but there's a real. Re- Underlying reason that you haven't explored, so that that's another exercise. But it's it's I, I do that with my clients, but it's difficult for you to kind of do that by yourself. Which is to ask yourself, why do I want to become an orator? Like wh- Why do you want your English to be like Abdul Hakim Murad? Mm-hmm. Wow. M-
0: maybe it's because of other people's respect. Maybe that maybe that could be a reason.
1: Okay.
0: Maybe it's not so much. I, I want to be well-spoken as much as I want people to say that I'm well-spoken. Maybe that's why.
1: And so now you've learned something different about yourself. The fact that maybe it has nothing to do with you wanting to be a, a more eloquent orator. It's more... Other, peop- other people look at me. And then you might say, Oof, in that case, do I re- is that really my goal? Like, Do I really want to become a better English speaker mm-hmm. so th- this is an additional step around trying to understand deeper why your goals are, are your goals and, and, so, and sometimes I couldn't answer that question like I remember when at work I became a director and my next goal was naturally to become a managing director mm-hmm. and when I asked myself why do I want to be a managing director I actually did not have a good answer Mm-hmm. I, I, I did not have a good answer for that question. And so, you know, it, it gives you pause sometimes when you, when you can't answer that question. So let's say that, okay, so th- in this particular part of the process, I, I've gotten the goals out. And they're all kind of they're synergies and everything is integrated. I know why I'm doing it. The next thing I do is I write it down and I put it in a place where I see it often.
0: So you keep yourself motivated.
1: I always see my goals. It's in a place where I always see them. Mm-hmm. They're always like a you know, like a snooze snooze
0: snooze alert on an alarm. It yeah. keeps you you keep you you yeah. know there's an alarm but it's,
1: No no, it's like an alarm, not a snooze. It's a bad example. It's like constantly reminding me and I, I try to snooze it away sometimes, but it's always in a prominent place. Um, and the other thing I do is I have a, a calendar for the whole year mm-hmm. that I'll go and I'll say what what are the major Things like Ramadan and whatever, what are the major um, uh, blocks of time that I know exist in the year. And then I'll start saying, okay, w- when do we think we're going to travel here to the US? What, wh- what do I know about my travel for work? And then I start slotting things around like races or travel or potential things we want to do. And so I try, when I come up with the goals, I try to make them real. Mm-hmm writing them down, putting them in a prominent place, sharing them with people I care about, but also getting out an entire year's calendar and start plugging things in. And to the extent that I'll start registering for races ahead of time. And that's that's my process.
0: Well, thanks. Now, it's been very insightful.
1: And again, it's, it's the process that works for me, and I've been doing it for 12 years, and it takes time. hmm and it takes a couple of days, and it may feel like a waste of time. But I view it like meal prep, you know, meal prep what the bodybuilders do. Yeah,
0: it takes forever.
1: It, you, you you basically take some time on Sunday to prep all your meal your meals for the week ahead. Mm-hmm.
0: And then, but it's a necessary effort if you actually want to attain your goal of getting bigger.
1: It just makes the rest easy. Yeah, you know, the food is just there, you know. But yeah, but it's annoying on Sunday. You're gonna spend three hours making cooking for. And freezing meals for the for the week ahead. Yeah. Um, that's it. I, I hope you found that useful. Thanks, Boba. No problem, Yusuf.